Welcome to Pray, You'll Feel Better, the podcast for Christian women. As we navigate our busy lives, sometimes we just need a word. Whether it's a little bit of encouragement or motivation, okay, and a little bit of tough love sprinkled in there. I'm just here to remind you that God loves you. So pull up a chair, turn me up in your headphones, open up that note on your phone, and let's get to it. Welcome to the second episode of Pray You'll Feel Better. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, and I'm so excited to get into it with you guys today. Yet last time, last episode, I waited until the end to share the scripture, but this is definitely one of my favorite scriptures, so I'm going to share it up front. It comes from 2 Timothy 1 and 7, and it reads, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. This scripture has been showing up left and right. It's definitely been something that I've been reading for myself, and it's just because as we're all moving through further into 2024, let's be intentional in our abiding in Christ and listening to the gentle promptings of the Holy Spirit. So many of you are super talented. You have been given businesses, charities, people, relatives, and even strangers that you should be helping. Some of you are sitting on stories you should be sharing, books you should be writing, talents that you should be using to help others, but you're letting fear of failure or fear of change or fear of what other people think get in the way of what God called you to do. Timidity literally means lack of courage or confidence, and that is not the spirit we should be operating in. When I think of timidity, I think of, okay, examples from my own life. So for instance, maybe you can relate. Say I'm talking to someone and I feel it on my heart to ask them if I can pray with them at that moment, but And I really feel it on my heart, but I shy away from it because I'm like, oh, what will they think? How will they receive this? How will they treat me? How will they respond? Or if I'm talking to, I don't know, a stranger or someone at the store and I really have a feeling on my heart that I want to invite them to my church. But the same thing happens. I kind of cower back and I'm like, no, I don't want to be that person. So like those are examples of the timidity that God did not give us a spirit of. This is something that I'm constantly working on myself and I'm constantly praying and asking God just to work on that and help me grow in that area. Because in the very next verse, 2 Timothy 1 and 8, it reads, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me as his prisoner. Rather, join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. So, Like I just said, this is something that I'm still working on myself and constantly reminding myself, don't be timid in telling people who you are, a child of God, not in an arrogant, I'm above you type of way, but in a way of encouragement. Like if he can do it for me and if he can show up and be faithful to me, he can do it for you too, because he made all of us. So next I want to talk about the spirit of fear, letting go of the spirit of fear I know it's much easier said than done. And if you've grown up or if you've been around the Christian community or really just anywhere, it's like, give it to God, let go and let God just give it to Jesus. And I know we probably have all heard that several times, but at some point it's like, how, how do you do this? 
what do you mean? Is it really that easy? Do I take all my worries, fears, and anxious thoughts and just like wrap them up and put a bow on them and send them? Like, what do I do? So what I've learned over the years is that most of our fears are created in our minds. We create these sometimes legitimate, but most times hypothetical situations or scenarios that produce the very real feeling of fear. And what has helped me is praying to God. Ask him what you should do. Ask him to quiet your mind. Ask him to take on the burden. Ask him to help you sort through these fears, get to the root of where they're coming from so you can deal with them. Also, you can never, ever go wrong with reading the Bible. When you read the Bible, you learn much more about God. You learn how much he truly loves you. You learn all the wonderful things he thinks about you. Then when you read it, you can recite it, you can believe it, you can begin letting go of those fears and trusting God. So enough about all of the spirits God didn't give us. Let's talk about some of the spirits he did. The first one is power. God has given us a spirit of power. So my first thought is having the ability to do whatever you want, whenever you want. But the actual definition of power is the power to do something or act in a particular way or the capacity to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Hence, you have the power over your life. You have the power to change what you don't like and add more of what you do like. You have the power to be a blessing to someone, to show them that God is loving and caring through your actions. You have the power to bring people closer to God. And I kind of see this sometimes. Do not sell yourself short and say, no, I don't have the power to change anyone's life or to bless anyone or to bring them closer to God because I don't have a talent. Like I don't have the gift of singing or music. I don't have the gift of public speaking or I'm not a good at praying for people. That's not true. We all were placed here on earth with gifts given to us by God. You may not know what it is. You may not have fully tapped into it or fully developed it, but being kind to someone is the power of bringing someone closer to God. Showing kindness, showing love, smiling at people when you walk by, all those things have the power to change the lives of others because we never know what someone else is going through. So being that kind friend or just that kind, considerate stranger truly does go a long way. Next up is love. Love is the foundation of what Jesus came to exemplify. That is the main reason we are here on earth, to love one another. Matthew 22, 37 through 39 reads, Jesus replied, Love the Lord God with all your heart and with all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the laws and prophets hang on these two commandments. Showing love to others doesn't have to be this huge, grand spectacle filled with gift giving and all these things. It could be as simple as sending a text to someone you haven't spoken to in a while, letting someone cut in front of you in traffic, just small little things that show people that you love them. Just taking the time out to make people feel valued and respected and just that they matter. And I know some of us 
have probably been through things, probably been betrayed, hurt, and maybe we've hardened our hearts a little bit to giving and receiving love. But I invite you to pray and ask God to soften your heart, to open it up to love so that you can give love and receive love. Finally, we have self-discipline. For this one, I really like the scripture coming from Galatians 5.13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. So this kind of hits home because it's easy to get wrapped up in our wants and our desires and just kind of chase material things and chase whatever we could maybe chasing. So it's important to ask God to reveal any other idol that you may have, whether it's drinking, money, watching TV, eating, that are getting in the way of your discipline. Maybe God has already shown you some areas where you need to be more disciplined, and I encourage you to work on that. Pray about it. Write it down. Maybe talk to someone about it. But it's very important that we work to discipline ourselves and just to get on track and get right on the right path so we can fulfill everything that God has placed us here to fulfill. With that, thank you so much for listening. I hope this message has blessed you in some way. And if it has, please leave me a five-star review and send this episode to someone you care about who you think would be blessed by this as well. But have a blessed week and we will talk again soon. Bye.